Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Royal Watcher podcast. My name is Saad Salman. I'm the fan editor of the Royal Watcher, a royal contributor for L.com, and a royal commentator. Today, we're joined by a very special guest, Andre from Romania. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great honor for me to be here. Thank you. No problem. So, uh, you, uh, so first, uh, start by telling us a bit about yourself. Well, I am still a student here in Romania, so I'm from Romania. Perfect. And yeah, and I'm here tonight to talk about a little bit about our royal family. So yeah. Wonderful. So yes, yeah. uh, for those of our listeners that aren't necessarily aware about the Romanian royal family today, can you give like a brief introduction? Yeah, sure. So Romania was a kingdom, currently we are a republic, but we were a kingdom since 1947 uh, when the Communist Party um, took power here in Romania. So um, until 1947, King Michael, the first of Romania, was the head of state here. And after that, he went on in exile. But when the communist um, era um, ended here, he got back in Romania. And since then, until his death in 2017, he represented the royal family here in Romania. Um, so yeah, he has five daughters, and her eldest daughter um, is now the current head of uh, the Romanian royal house. Um, she's named uh, Margareta, so um, she uses the title of custodian of the Romanian crown. So she doesn't use the title of queen. She said that um, when her father died, she said that she do- doesn't want to take the title of queen since Romania is still a republic. So she takes the title of custodian of the Romanian crown and she styled as her majesty. Yeah. So she's her majesty, Margareta, the custodian of the Romanian crown. So yeah. queen and all but name. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah okay. And uh, currently uh, she is um, undertaking um, events here in Romania and representing the royal family. Yeah. Yes. So that's kind of where I want to start off that, um, how has the royal family created a role for itself in a republic? And because I kind of follow them a bit regularly and I see that they're hosting uh, diplomats, official events, and really doing a lot of work on behalf of the government mm-hmm. that a traditional royal family would do and kind of how that is um, mm-hmm. accepted kind of by the politicians and also how do the people view it in Romania? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a very good question because um, right now I've seen like uh, today the... Uh, Her Majesty has received the French ambassador in Romania at uh, Elizabeth Palace here in Bucharest. So yeah, um, well, um, that's a very interesting question because um, at the beginning, like in the 90s, when the Romanian royal family just got back here in the country, um, it was very tough for them because everybody thought um, they were here to, I don't know, steal stuff. I don't know what was going through the people's heads uh, then. But um, through working a lot, and I mean, they're um, they're having a lot of uh, royal patronages in uh, a lot of charities here in Romania. So yeah, um, yes. yeah, um, they are start. They were the people started to see them with with um, as good people, you know. So yeah, they have no official titles here in Romania, unfortunately, yet. But um, they have a lot of support from the parliament. That is, uh, that's true. 
because in 2018, so basically two years ago, um, a law was um, was part of the to debate, I think, yeah. Uh, a law which stated that um, the Romanian royal family should uh, should have a uh, legal status. Exactly, yeah. And um, the head of the Romanian royal family should be um, given the same awards as an ex-president. So um, basically a legal status here in Romania, yeah. Yes. And yeah, I think that's, that's very, very... Um, I don't know, very outstanding, like in, in a republic, that the royal family can co coexist with the president and the parliament. Yeah, that's, I, I don't know, I, have, I haven't seen that before. So it's... it's yes, it's, it's a very pretty... unique example for kind of other form of monarchies as well. And I think mm -hmm. that's uh, quite unique, especially in the Balkan countries these days, mm -hmm. so in Bulgaria, Serbia, and also in Albania, in which the royal families really kind of occupy a similar role in which they have a non-official status but they got their properties back and they do kind of work for their countries exactly yeah we've seen that in in bulgaria's case too like recently i've seen that tsar um, uh tsar Simeon I, has received one of one of his castles back yeah yes so yeah yeah i mean that's i mean i think that we as citizens of, of uh, one country should respect the the past, and that's true. Um, royal families reigned at some point in the past, and um, they should be given their proper. Um, I don't know. They they should be re received back in the country and given their properties back and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm the Romanian royal family is doing so much here, and they are very relevant and popular right now. But uh, as we know, the custodian of the Romanian crown has no children. And yeah. kind of the succession of the royal family is a matter of debate. So uh, I wanted to ask you as a Romanian, what do you think about that? And what do you think uh, the future holds for the royal family? Indeed, yeah. Um, Margareta, Her Majesty Margareta doesn't have any children. Yeah. Um, that's Ali. She She's married to Prince Radu. Um, they married like I don't know 30 years ago, yeah, six, yeah, exactly. Um, but she does have um, four other sisters, so um, technically, next in line to, to the Romanian throne is uh, her, her Royal Highness Princess Elizabetha, which uh, Princess Elena, I'm so sorry, Princess Elena, um, yeah, and um, she has two kids, um, Nicolae and Elizabetha. Um, now, um, we all know that the Nicolae, Prince Nicolae was, um, had, had, had the title of Prince of Romania. King Michael gave him this title and the appellative of, of uh, His Royal Highness, um, back in 2010, I believe, yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, he was prince for almost five years, up until when, um, King Michael, uh, found out that um, he fathered a child out of marriage, and um, he, I don't know what happened then, but like I know that um, the Romanian royal household um, gave a statement that King Michael um, decided to rip off his uh, Prince Nicholas uh, titles. Um, what I think happened then is that um, King Michael saw a lot of his father, uh, King Carol II, which was not a Great, um, yes. yeah. He was not a great uh, 
moralist guy, let's say that, yeah. And he's, he saw a lot of uh, his father in the Nikolai when, uh, when, he does, when he did that. So um, I think he got real annoyed. I know that uh, he Michael loved very much Nikolas, and um, maybe that was part of uh, what uh, made him take that decision, the fact that he loved him so much and exactly. he didn't expect him to do that. Exactly. So yeah. Unfortunately, he was ripped off of his title, Nicholas, and um, since then he tried to maintain some ties with the, with his family, and I mean it's his family after all. So yeah. yeah. But, um, but uh, does he have a role in? Because uh, from what I've seen online, is that he is uh, does do some official events and outside of the royal family, but he is uh, reasonably popular among the Romanian people. But is that kind of the case in Romania as well? That's true, that's true. Um, he's pretty popular. I mean, we've seen it. He got uh, uh, engaged and uh, he wed uh, a Romanian girl. And we've seen a lot of people at his wedding. Although the royal family didn't participate at the wedding, uh, there were a lot of people that showed up that day. So yeah, he, the royal family doesn't talk that much about Nicholas. Um, I, I feel like they don't, I mean, I don't know how to say that. They, I think they don't want to exclude him, but they feel the, the need to do so because they yeah. follow some moral values and exactly. he kind of broke them. So um, they, they feel like he shouldn't be anymore in the, in the line of succession. But so, he does. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, of course, you can continue. Okay, I, I was going to say that he does, uh, he still does take some... Uh, um, undertake some events, but not as a member of the royal family, but just by himself. He's representing just himself, not the royal family. Yes. So is his sister then kind of the next in line after him? Um, well, next in line, like first in line is uh, Princess Selena, his mother. Yeah. And technically, yes, next in line is her, his sister, uh, Princess Elizabeth. And now I've heard some rumors that the uh, she doesn't really want the, this title, but I mean, we're not sure. No okay. official statement has been published about that. So, and what do you think is kind of the likelihood that in the next couple of years, um, Prince Nicholas will kind of be accepted back and uh, kind of reinstate mm -hmm. his position, kind of really just to ensure the future of the family? Yeah, well, we've seen a lot we've seen a lot margareta has done a lot of work in her father's name before his death and um she vowed to uh, protect the uh, king michael's name and legacy after his death too and so she she did say that she want to respect all the decisions that king michael made excluding class from the line of sex and being succession being one but i feel like um perhaps when her Majesty sees that Nicholas is pretty popular against, uh, pretty popular in with the people here in Romania. Um, maybe she will rethink um, the decision. I don't know. I don't really know. But up until then, we do have a lot of uh, years to, to wait. I think she, Her Majesty, is, is still in power, and she doesn't need. I mean, any yes. uh, any any more help than she already has. She already has. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I wanted to also talk about kind of King Michael in his later years and kind of the mm -hmm. uh, large event that his funeral was in Romania. Yeah, well, um, that uh, Her Majesty um, 
undertook his roles back in 2016 um, when he was still alive because um, in his final years he had uh, leukemia he suffered yeah. from leukemia and he retired from the public uh, public life back in 2016. Um, he did pass away uh, one year later in 2017 and um, it was a pretty big event in Romania like like literally everybody was talking about it we you would go on the streets and hear somebody talk about uh, about his death so um, he was a very loved monarch here in romania yeah after yeah really after even after the 90s when he come back he one million people um got on the streets to, to welcome him back in romania which is like, like pretty impressive number one million people receiving the, an ex-king back back in the country. Especially can you consider that he really became king like 90 years before that. And exactly, yeah. He had really, he had gone through so much. He had become prince and then king, and then he'd been exiled for so many decades. Yeah. So considering that he still had such five, respect and mm-hmm. that he role was amazing. Yeah, he was exiled for five decades, and those 50 years were crucial for Romania because um, we've been through the communist phase, and of course there were there were a lot of uh, bad talks about the royal family and in, in that regime, but yeah. I mean, we can see that he was so loved that without all those, uh, all those bad words from the communists, um, the, the people still loved him after 50 years. So yeah, he got back uh, in, in the 90s and he was very loved up until his death. So um, of course he was an ex-monarch, so he was an ex-head of state um the parliament never denied that and they gave him a proper uh, national funeral yes it was uh, really amazing to see kind of uh, especially for an ex-king how big of an event that was exactly yeah we there were a lot about 100,000 people on the streets i believe in bucharest somewhere around that i don't know exactly the numbers um, so yeah, we have we've also seen a lot of royalties here in here in Romania on that day. We've seen um, up from I don't know Queen uh, Queen Sophia of Spain to Prince yeah. Charles of, of Wales. Yes, yeah. there were the King and Queen of Sweden with her there as well. So, exactly yeah. the Grand, so, Grand Duke Henry of, of yeah. yeah. So yes, it yeah. was quite a big funeral, especially because King Michael was really related to most of them as well. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah, um, the people really love him, and it showed up on on his funeral days. I've never seen something like that before. It also was um, the first um, the first funeral, uh, national funeral in like almost I don't know seventy years, I believe. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, right. so kind of, um, it's really amazing the role that the royal family has been able to create in the past couple, I believe, thirty years since they were yeah, exactly. in Romania. Exactly. So, yeah. Her I, Majesty. Well, Sorry, I just want to say that Her Majesty celebrated um, last year, uh, in 2019, yeah. 30 years since uh, since she got back here in Romania. She was the first person from the royal family to put foot here in uh, in Romania, back in the 90s. Yes. So yeah, she she celebrated with a big um, big event at the Opera House. Um, Prince Lech of Albania was also there um, among like foreign royalties, and um, then it was followed by receiving at the, the royal palace in Bucharest. It was uh, an event to a pretty big event yeah yes i remember one of my uh friends uh, on twitter she was invited to the event as a guest of her majesty so she uh, wrote all about it, it was really oh that's cool. that's cool yeah that's really cool 
Yeah, so I wanted to kind of ask, um, what kind of uh, do you think the future holds uh, for the Romanian monarchy? Um, I, from kind of your perspective as a Romanian, and um, do you think really that it will become an official monarchy or do you think it will just continue the way it is in the future? Yeah, that's a pretty tough question because um, I feel like we, Romanians, like as a, as a country, we tend to not take um not take the i don't know how to say that not not take problems in our own hands we expect someone else to take care of them yeah. but um yeah but i feel like there might be a chance i mean there is a pretty uh, pretty big majority of people still monarchists those days and um right now they are as i said before it is that law that the, the parliament is uh, working on it's it's been two years since it was um, brought up, but I feel like it might be approved by the parliament. And okay. um, they gave yeah they gave um, the Elizabeth a palace in Bucharest for the royal family for the next nine nine years, and um, they are they are saying that the head of the royal family should have um, twenty employees in uh, for uh, for the for the royal household. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting law, yes. especially that it's in, in a, it's in a republic, uh, it's in a republic. But I feel like, yeah, in the in the future, it might be more than that. It might we might yeah. go back to monarchy. I mean, I I want hope so. I I do hope that there are many other people out there that are, that are thinking like me. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Do you we'll think that, um, that this law could be followed by a referendum and vote to all Romanians mm -hmm. to ask for a monarchy? Or is that too early to talk about that yet. There were a lot of talks about the referendum about the monarchy. Um, after the King, King Michael's uh, death, there were like a lot of media talk about that. Um, the head of the Senate um, said that, expressed that he is a monarchist. I don't know how much truth is in that statement, but um, he said that he would like the referendum to be held. Um, yes. Yeah. So we have support from the from the parliament, but um, I feel like, yeah, it's still a long wait till then. I feel like, but um, yeah, I hope that we, the people, will, will make them will make that time uh, less than than it, it is at the moment. Do you think that uh, the reason uh, so many people do support the monarchy is because it really represented a uh, time of stability? kind of in the past and also in, to some extent in the present especially like in the 1920s and 30s when that the monarchy did a really and then afterwards in the communist era there was a lot of chaos so maybe people want mm -hmm. to heart, uh, heart back to that civility and have some greatness in Romania. Yeah that's true the the royal the royal period here in Romania was like the most Romania flourished in that in that period. It was like the renaissance of our country, let's say that. Yeah. When uh, our first king, King Carol I, uh, put step here in, in Romania, he had a lot to do. He um, he was received in a six-chamber um, six house, I think, and, he, and they said to him, here, here's your palace. And he was like, um, this is not a palace. He came from uh, Germany and he was like, um, he was uh, he was expanding a lot more. Yeah. But he, yeah, but he um, he did a lot of work in Romania and he really modernized the country uh, back then in 1877, let's say that. Um, so yeah, 
um, since then and up until 1947, Romania flourished as a nation and it was very well seen in, in foreign relationships. Um, Queen Mary, actually, Queen Mary of Romania helped on, on that uh, on that perspective. She was um, both the cousin of both the King of England and the Tsar of uh, Russia. And he, she uh, helped a lot of, of, on the image of Romania in, in Europe. Um, people don't forget that easily about uh, about the history. I feel uh, I feel like and um, yeah, we we do remember that we are taught that in school that um, what the kings and queens of Romania did back then, and um, I I hope that in the future we we will consider going back to to thinking that. Um, the constitutional monarchy is the best uh, way to rule a country. Yeah. Yes, that would be kind of really exciting prospect. Yeah, that's that's true. There was a a Swedish guy. I I can't remember his name. He um he worked with Princess Victoria of Sweden too, and he was in the council of uh, of the Romanian crown also. And in an interview, he said that um. Although a lot of nations in Europe have a constitutional monarchy, we have a functional one. So uh, although it is not a official status, it has not, doesn't have a official status yet. It does undertake a lot of the of the duties that a normal monarchy does. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Her Majesty is present. Uh, Her Majesty Margareta is present in every session of the Parliament. Whenever it is a big opening or a big celebration in the Parliament, she is invited as an official guest there. Um, she has a very close relationship with the head of the church in Romania, so I don't feel like she is very um, yes, different than, than any other monarch. She also undertakes lots of foreign tours, so exactly. it's very much, I think the kind of the future for the monarchy even in this uh, role the current role look actually quite positive that's true yeah she she receives the especially when the royal guests come in romania for official duties like meeting with the president or the parliament they stop by the elizabeth palace and they are received by her majesty she is a sign of respect i, I believe for for our royal family yeah and in essence it's also a sign of respect for Romanians that she's held in that high regard by foreign powers as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, it was wonderful to talk to you today. And Thank you so much for having me and allowing me to talk about uh, our royal family. It was a pleasure. It was a lovely discussion. And uh, could you please let everyone know where they can find you on social media so they can also continue the discussion with you? Yeah, well, um, I mean, everybody's welcome to text me on my Instagram on Robert, Robert Sue. Andrew, um, so yeah, you can catch, yeah. catch me on Instagram. And I'll put all that in the description of the podcast and also on the website. Thank you so much for having me today. Perfect. Thank you so much. If you'd like to be a guest or would like me to discuss a particular royal topic, please message me on social media or send me an email at royalwatcher at hotmail.com. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as the Royal Watcher and also on royalwatcherblog.com, where I post daily articles. Please use hashtag royalwatcherpodcast on social media and tell me what you want me to talk about in future episodes. The podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming platforms. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay at home.